Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very much, and welcome to our second hour. A little bit of a glitch there right at the end of the first. Forgive me for that, and we are, I think, ready to, ready to roll. Let me get a couple things back in place as I reestablish my computer screen. And, uh, you know, life is not always easy. Have you ever noticed that? So let's try to rebuild the phone banks. How about, how about we try to refill the phone banks? I think that'd be just a wonderful idea right now. And that would involve uh, your calling right about now. 888-787-5543. 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones and trying to keep me on the air as best he can. That problem was at my end. It's called the internet went out. And... Uh, so I'm not going to take the blame for it, but I will take the explanation for it. 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? Need some calls? Love to hear from you. You'll hear a very grateful horticulturist at this end of the line. 888-787-5543. And uh, one thing I will tell you at this point is uh, I saw something uh, starting up yesterday that may be a, a problem this spring. And that was fire blight on ornamental pears. Ornamental pears probably are in their last swan song of swan songs uh, because they are being banned in some states entirely. They are invasive. And uh, uh, the, uh, what happens, the, the sequence of it all is that the Bradford pear or aristocrat or the others eventually uh, break from the poor limb structure that they have. They just split right down the trunks and then you get sprouts coming up from the roots, and those sprouts are calorie pears, C-A-L-L-E-R-Y. Calorie pears are lovely trees, but they have a couple of very bad habits. One of the habits is that they have thorns, and another of the habits is that they um, send up root sprouts all over the yard, and they also are susceptible to fire blight and the worst of all habits is that they produce little tiny fruit the size of marbles the birds love and that fruit will germinate there'll be seeds in it that will germinate and you get thickets of uh, calorie pears coming up in wooded areas and so they're quite invasive and uh, for all the above reasons because they're very poor landscaping investments for short term. They're beautiful trees, beautiful spring color and lovely trees and gorgeous and dependable fall color. But they have a life expectancy of 15 years, maybe 12 or 15 years before they split, and then they become a real problem. Uh, so entire states are outlawing them. Ohio did about a month ago. You, if you are growing them, you can sell them for another year, and then you are not allowed to have any after that to sell. And I think uh, two other states, I don't remember which ones they are, Pennsylvania, I think, and I think they're East Coast, Northeast. But anyway, I saw fire blight all over a bunch of calorie pears in a park yesterday in McKinney. And fire blight causes the tips of the branches to turn black. It's a bacterial disease that will kill them eventually. I've, I've been taking photos of a couple of trees that were in serious decline over about a three-year period from fire blight. They're also susceptible to cotton root rot, but this was fire blight. So don't go there. Don't be planting uh, any of the ornamental pears. If you have one that's very old and it looks like it could split and come down on your car or your house, you might want to consider cutting your losses and cutting your tree. Uh, if you have one that has already broken, don't try to save it for crying out loud. It's giving you a message. Hey, I'm breaking. <laughs> don't leave me here, please. So anyway, that's my tip of the day, and the lines are filled. Bless you. Thank you very, very much. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. Mueller is made in America, and they are made to last, and they are great. There's a lot of talk these days about made in America. Let me tell you about something that's been made in America for more than 90 years. That's Mueller metal roofing, Mueller steel buildings, Mueller products made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. 
Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, the name Mueller on a product means that you're getting quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. When somebody's been doing something 90 years, they must be doing it right. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553. They're Mueller, they're made in America, and they are made to last. MuellerInc.com. Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mandy, very, very much. And we're ready to go back to the phone lines now. We go to Mike in Allen. And uh, I don't think Mike was the one who was on hold and got dumped off there. No, it was going to be Billy in Arlington. So, Mike, you're going to take the place of Billy, because he had the same question. He was the last one online last hour. How can I help you? Hey, good afternoon, Neil. Um, this is Mike from Allen. I have had St. Augustine yes, Yard for many years, 20 years. It's always been healthy and lush. Last fall, it was lush. This uh, this spring, coming back, my backyard is great. Uh, my front yard, which faces north, is struggling. But I have this green the only one described as green cotton that's appearing. I first had thought it was like construction debris, but I handpicked it out. And then days later, I start seeing more pieces of this green. I guess it's kind of moldy or fungus or something. Hmm. And, and All I, right. Is and it I in any way? To my... Go ahead. I took it, a, t- a picture of it to my local garden store, and they were stumped. They'd never seen anything like it. All right. Uh, that was to Puckett's or where? Uh, Callaway's. Oh, okay, good. Well, either one would have been great. Callaway's very great. Um, the uh, Was this something that is within the grass, attached to the grass, or... Does it look like it fell out of a tree or something? Um, it looks like it's on top of the grass. Um, it's Did not it, in the uh, tree. Do you have trees overhead? I have a live oak overhead. All right. And how big are these pieces that you're seeing? I don't know, two inches, three inches. Um there's some small ones. I noticed other parts of the neighborhood starting to have some of them, too. Okay. I'm in Allen all the time. Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen anything out of the ordinary. You know, forgive me. This is not This is not going to sound right, and I really apologize for even opening my right. mouth. What to my eyes seems ordinary doesn't necessarily to you because I may have seen it a hundred times and I'm looking for right. stuff like that. And Lynn says, oh, you're just looking for stuff all the time. And huh. then she hears music that is off key and I don't even notice it. So <laughs> it's all what we get used to. Right. Um, so um, I'm what I was getting at was lichens coming out of trees. I'm seeing a lot of lichens on our driveway coming out of our pecan trees. They're not three inches long, though. They're more like an inch uh, at the most, inch yeah, and I'm a half. I'm familiar with what a lichen, and this is like a cotton substance. It's almost like if I took a cotton ball and dyed it a light green. <laughs> All right. All right, and are these circular? Or are they flat? What are they? They're just all different varied shapes. Okay. All right. I, I'm I'm so puzzled without seeing it. Right. Um, 
I'll tell you what I want to do is uh, I want to put have Mike put you back on hold. He will give you an email address to send a photo to, and okay. I will find out for you when I can see it. That's what it's going to take. I'm going to have to see it, uh, right. and I will get you an answer. Um, does this appear to be dropping onto the lawn or, or starting in the lawn? Well, I thought it was just dropping on the yard, too, but then I see when I pick it up, it's just really on the surface. Which it would be if it just dropped in. Let me use another example that I'm sure it isn't, but just as an example, when cotton wood, cotton blows in, it drops in, it's laying on top of the ground. Right. Does and it I look like this is backyard. doing that sort of... You have that in the backyard. It, does yeah, this appear to be arriving that way? Yeah. Say it again. I'm sorry. I, I don't believe it's arriving that way because I do have a cottonwood tree next door, and it's my backyard's full of that stuff now. So you think this is a, is coming out of the ground or off the grass? I, I, I think so. All right. All right. I'm going to put you back on hold or let Mike do that, and he will give you right. uh, uh, an email address uh, uh, to Gretchen, and, and then I will check with her and, and get it. it May take, may take a few hours. Um, All right, but um, but but I'll I'll try to help you. I just I have no idea. This is not ringing uh, true, um, and I don't have an email at my office because I would be inundated if I did. Right, uh, just too many. Um, well, thank you and, for your and, time. Yeah, I wish I wish I had a. Uh, I'll tell you what I will do for everybody else. I will put this in with my Q and A in eGardens next week. It will be there for everybody else to see. So um, we're not a secret society where no one else will get this answer. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll try to help you, Mike. It's an interesting question. This is not what the gentleman from Arlington was going to ask. He was going to ask about take-all root rot. That would have been easy right. compared to this one. I'll, uh, I'll be back in touch. Take, be, sure to, be sure to leave your phone number or some contact way with, uh, uh, with, uh, when you leave it with Gretchen, that'd be great. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. We'll be back, folks. Uh, we have Christy in Mansfield, Debbie and Garland coming up next. So uh, stay with that. Let me tell you about my book and uh, a way you can save some money on the book. And we'll go from there. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. And uh, it has never been in stores, never been on Amazon. That uh, has been my choice because I've gotten to sign every copy of it that way. And that's a good thing because it's allowed me to uh, uh, have a little personal contact with you. It's also saved probably $20 per book for everybody who has bought the book. It's 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It's a hardback. was bound at Universal Book Bindery in downtown San Antonio. The book bindery is almost 100 years old now. And uh, just a fascinating place to visit. And then uh, uh, Clear Visions printed the book for me. And I went to all 43, I think it was, press checks every four hours, around and around and around to the hotel and back to uh, Clear Visions and back to the hotel and back to Clear Visions 24-7 for uh, two and a half weeks. And uh, it, was, it was worth it to get the book exactly the way I wanted it to be. That's why I didn't want to print it in China, don't you see? So it's 11 chapters. Uh, chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you have to know to do all the other things. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything, and then trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Each of those, oh, I wish I could have written them that fast, took a month to write, a year to do the whole book. And it's only $36.95, and uh, that's a sale price that won't be there forever. Uh, so you need to take advantage of it while you uh, while you can. Makes a great Mother's Day gift, I think. Just ask me, <laughs> and uh, or a Father's Day gift or a housewarming gift, maybe a whatever. You'll you'll think of something, and I'll be glad to send it to you. Here are the two ways you can buy it. Uh, you either buy it from my website or you call my office. The office phone number is eight hundred seven five two Grow. It'll be open Monday morning. Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now from my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities, from invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish. Whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. Okay, well, I'm on. All right, <laughs> then we'll just do it another time. Huh. All right. Sooner or later, I'll become a professional broadcaster. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I went out to, to visit with Jake Wortham uh, at length the other day. I really enjoyed that. I was doing some recording with him, and you'll hear the results of that um, uh, before too long. And uh, just a great second-generation family business. You, you may not need them right away. But if you think you might, I hope you will call to have them come look at your roof. Take a look at your roof and see if you have had hail or wind damage of any kind. We've had a lot of uh, storms around north central Texas and we have a lot of rain in the forecast. Don't let it get too far gone before you call them. There are a couple of reasons for that. Number one, damage can come on very quickly when your roof begins to deteriorate. And secondly, even, even the best of roofers can get behind, even though they have the greatest crews that are well experienced like Wortham Brothers has. Uh, they can get behind and you don't want to have to wait when it comes to getting a new roof on your home. These folks have been in business since 1986 and as I mentioned they are a second generation roofing company using the finest in roofing materials with all the experience of 125,000 roofs installed. They started mentioning some of the customers that they have worked with in the McKinney area where I live, where Len and I live. And it's people we know, and they're some of the commercial builders that we know. So I'm thinking, man, if they're using them, they're even better than I thought they were. I thought they were fabulous, and they are super fabulous. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, I hope you'll give them a call. Let them come out and take a look at your roof, and you too will have the advantage of having the best roof that you could possibly want for your house. They're great. 972 562 5788. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our house. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View in East Dallas. We're your source for those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very much. Let's go uh, to uh, Christy in Mansfield. Christy, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. I, I have two pecan trees in the front yard. For the past three to four years, they are not bearing fruit. Uh, when I open them up, there's little white worms in them, and they're kind of dark inside and smelly. Nice. And so you don't like that? In your cookies? No I, I, <laughs> no, I would love to get them back into shape. Um, maybe I'm not watering them well. I did notice a big root from the tree where it comes to the house. It is going under the house, and that kind of concerned me, too. Yeah, that's a different issue, though. Um, the uh, worms are, there are several kinds of worms that could get in pecans. Pecan weevils will get in the uh, in the kernels of the pecans and uh, they, they will uh, be devouring within the uh, within the pecan itself in the in the kernels and uh, for that and for hickory shuck worms which will tunnel around within the shucks the, the green shucks of the pecans for both of those you would want to spray early in August and then repeat about uh, 20 days later in late August and malathion would be your spray there are lots of sprays that you have to make on pecans if you're going to have a reliable crop of pecans. Um, case bearer sprays are in the spring, starting in, in late May. And uh, you have a pecan scab spray for the disease that causes the pecans to drop prematurely, turn black, and, and fall about two months too early. 
without, they'll be black and watery on the inside. And then these other two things that I mentioned, those are the, the four big problems that you'll have with pecans. Uh, but uh, you probably have pecan weevils and malathion about the, just for lack of better timing, uh, the 7th and 20th or 25th of August, a couple of, couple of times in August, early and late in August. Problem's going to so be in getting it up get into the through. tree, though, Christy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I probably won't get, so I probably need to wait until August and then start and then just go ahead and there's probably nothing I can do for this, for this season. Well, that is this season. You would do that this August. Okay. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. And I have one more question. But now for that's you. that's for yeah that's for those two specific problems. That does not address uh, the uh, uh, the uh, pecan nut case bear, and it doesn't address pecan scab, both of which are major problems. There probably is more loss to pecan scab than anything else. It's not as disgusting as as uh, opening up a pecan and finding weevils in it because uh, pecan scab just causes them to drop off and, and you don't even bother to pick them up because they're far from mature at that point. But you need to be on a regular spray program. What I would recommend is go to the Aggie Horticulture website. That's what it's called, Aggie Horticulture, and uh, look at their uh, spray schedule for pecans, homeowner uh, uh, pecan spray schedule, and there'll be some fact sheets that will help you. What was your other question quickly? Uh, real quick, give me a tree I can plant that stays small and maybe provide just a little bit of shade. All right, and when you say small, how, what are you talking about? How how tall? Well, just doesn't get real big. Maybe maybe six foot. Six feet is tiny. Yeah. Um, hmm. Or is well, that's that almost a, a shrub. Okay. That's a shrub okay. trained tree form, and if I were doing that, if I wanted to be on like a patio or something, and if I were doing that, I would use one of the intermediate hollies like a willow leaf holly, and I would train it tree form. Now, you'll have to keep it pruned a bit to keep it down to six feet, but uh, but it would make a lovely small tree, and, and I'm saying oh. for something six to eight feet tall now, I'm that's not anything. If you go in and ask a nurseryman, I want a I want a willow leaf holly that I'm going to train as a tree. They're going to say, "What? Neil recommended that." Remember that you told me six to eight feet. I have uh, a couple of uh, Nellie R. Stevens hollies that I have trained at, uh, at at twelve to fifteen feet, and I have one willow leaf holly that I've trained at, at ten feet tall as a tree, but it's also forty five years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for everything. All right. Well, you are welcome. Thanks for the call. All right. Uh, Debbie and Garland, ground cover suggestions. I want to not rush my answer to you because I need to ask you some questions about where you're going to be planting it. And so let me get this tiny garden tip out of the way, and then I'll come back to you. Stay with me, please. And I'll, I'll do you a better job that way than if I'm rushed. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Callaway's Nursery right now. Great place. Great people. Callaway's, your local source for achieving that green and lush lawn that you've always dreamed of. Palmetto St. Augustine grass. I have a hundred. There are going to be a lot of people listening to this ad uh, now that I've mentioned St. Augustine in trays in, in, uh, uh, as plugs. Purchase 18-count trays from Callaway's Nursery to fill in areas of your landscape. Simply plant the plugs, fertilize, and watch them spread. The certified experts at all of their Dallas-Fort Worth locations know that this is the time to fertilize. And for new lawns, which includes your new Palmetto St. Augustine grass, they recommend Callaway's Premium Lawn Food. It's formulated with the correct formula, ratio of primary essential nutrients for Texas lawns. Now, for established lawns that have been fed more than three times, Callaway's Premium Lawn Food Phosphorus-Free is the way to go. It has a triple source of nitrogen as well as extra iron, sulfur, and other trace elements. Now, both lawn foods include aquaturf, which allows water to absorb into the soil more evenly. New or established, Callaway's Nursery has the right lawn fertilizer for you. Now, I want to mention to you again the Palmetto St. Augustine grass, a favorite in our area for dark green wide blades that form a carpet 
under your feet. It's a beautiful grass for full sun. It also will grow in, in, in partial sun. Don't be planting plugs into heavy shade and expecting them to cover. That's not going to be Callaway's fault. It's going to need uh, five or six hours of sunlight to do well, but it will do very well. Checkerboard it in and it will cover. So there you go, and you can get it at Callaway's. Open seven days a week for your shopping convenience or order online at Callaway's.com. And... Uh, Shop at any of their community stores in Dallas-Fort Worth. And for those of you in the greater Austin area, great news because Callaway's has opened a store in Cedar Park and they are looking forward to meeting you. That's Callaway's serving Texans for more than 35 years. Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. They're fabulous. They are Callaway's.com. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. My newsletter is uh, Neil Spray's eGardens. It is free and always has been for 19 years. It comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays a little after 6 p.m. And uh, there are five stories. One of the stories is always a featured plant of the week. One of the stories is also the Q&A section, which we have expanded greatly recently. One of the stories is also gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that you need to do in the ensuing three days after eGardens releases. And then there always are a couple of other stories. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, go to the website, my website, which is where we always have an archived issue for you to look at. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. I'll never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. And eGardens, as I said, will always be free. Go to neilsperry.com, sign up so you won't miss any eGardens editions. N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We're talking this weekend about plant problems that do not have good solutions, and Red Tip Fotini is developing maroon spots on their leaves and then turning pale, yellow, and then thinning, then eventually dying. That is the kingpin. That's the number one problem without a solution. This is the result of Entomosporium fungal leaf spot. It's a huge problem for this plant and also Indian hawthorns where they're grown. The maroon freckles would seem to be harmless, but their indicators that serious problems will soon follow. Branches begin to yellow and then turn brown and crisp and die away entirely. It'll be sprinkled through a row of the plants, but eventually it'll get them all. Sadly, as we have no reliable fungicidal treatment for the disease, it's going to take care of the plants. They're going to be gone. Don't plant more red tips. Go instead with Nellie R. Stevens holly or some other resistant plant. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View in East Dallas. We're your source for those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, we go from Michael Stone to Whiskey Stone. I love the transition there. Whiskey Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. This is a great company, and they're open right now. They're open Saturdays, Monday through Saturday, in fact, and they'd love to have you stop by. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been there helping all of our stone and gravel needs, whether you're putting in a new patio or maybe a fountain, maybe a retaining wall. Maybe just you want decorative stone to brighten up your landscape and make it look a little more natural, a little more attractive. They have it all. Nice people. A second and third generation in the Wiznan family. Mike and Derek are there and uh, they have surrounded themselves with people who understand the stone industry. They buy from the, the best of quarries all across the Southwest. Wherever you can hear me, they will deliver to you. Whiskey Stone. Uh, let them be your source for all your stone needs. They'll help you buy the right amount, and uh, they'll show you all the different options and how best to make your selection. Take photos of what you're trying to accomplish. Take measurements of the sizes, the, the length and width of what you're trying to do. That's Whiz Q Stone. Again, the contact 
contact information, they are at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. It's Amy Shadra from DFW's Morning News. More bad weather could be in our future. Be sure to join us Monday morning. Dave and I will be chatting with meteorologist Brad Barton to get the lowdown and when the storms will be passing through. Plus, we'll get you caught up on all the news that happened over the weekend. It's DFW's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF and 96.3 FM HD2. Well, I had all great intention of telling you about sunburst shutters because I kind of had a glitch at the end of last hour, and I'm looking at the wrong ad copy here. So I'm going to do this one kind of by uh, by rote from memory, and we will do the best that I can. Um, the uh, thing that I want to tell you about is if you are looking for an improvement to your windows, you are going to go with Sunburst shutters. They are plantation-style shutters that are made from polywood. Polywood is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. Uh, it is uh, just absolutely beautiful. And these polywood shutters are um, two and a half or three and a half or four and a half inches wide. And that is a very large uh, uh, louver size. The larger the louver size, the less visible they are uh, when, you, uh, when you open them. The fewer lines that you have when you look out over your uh, landscape or your pool or your vista, whatever you have. We have sunburst shutters and we've had them for about uh, 12 years now. And they are just fabulous. They are so smooth and easy to clean and easy to operate. And uh, they, can, they can custom make them and fit them to any opening you have in your home. Here is their phone number. It is 214-343-2601. 214-343-2601. And the website is easy to remember. It is sunburstshutters.com. Sunburstshutters.com. Nice people. Really nice people. And they also serve Austin, Houston, San Antonio, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. Let them come to your home and bring samples and show you how wonderful these shutters are. We are thrilled and have been. I've been telling you that for 12 years now. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. And you know how I did that? You know how I got all that information? I just went to my website, neilsperry.com, and clicked on Neil on the radio, radio sponsors. And there I have archived all the contact information for every one of my radio advertisers. So that's how I got the phone number. I don't have all these committed to memory. Not at all. <laughs> you think I'm brilliant, but but I'm not. I'm just kind of a bumbling, stumbling guy. All right, phone number if you'd like to call, but you need to do it quickly, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Debbie is in Garland. Debbie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Um my father used to listen to you a long time ago, so um, I remember your voice for years, so it's nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. So the issue is between my house and my neighbor's house, it doesn't get a lot of sun. So I have planted St. Augustine grass there multiple times, and it does not grow. You know, it just kind of mm-hmm. stays where it is, but it doesn't get enough sun, I believe, is the issue. So um, my house faces east, and, like, their house is north, So and then my house is west, so it doesn't get any afternoon sun, really, because mm-hmm. I have a tree mm-hmm. in the backyard as well, so it shades it. So <laughs> do you have any suggestions on what would grow? It doesn't get a lot of sun, so. Sure. Uh, it sounds like my yard. Uh, we live in a pecan forest, and we have big parts of our area, our lawn that uh, our yard that have absolutely no direct sunlight. Uh, some of the things that I have used, my ground cover of choice because of the tree trees, uh, is um, mondo grass, monkey grass, and the reason for that is it does not produce runners, 
and so it's very easy to clean it out. A leaf rake will clean it. Uh, there's no there are no runners to get snagged. Um, with oh, the pecan okay. leaves, they have all those all the leaflets that would get snagged in runners, and so that's the reason I like mondo grass so much. Uh, plus, it's quick to cover. Uh, it's tenacious. It holds the soil for erosion. Um, it's a soft texture. It looks kind of like grass from when viewed out the window. It's not anything you want to walk on. You don't mow it or keep it formally trained. But anyway, that's my choice, but that doesn't mean it's the only choice. Uh, I also have other beds that I have used and about to plant a bunch more. Uh, purple Winter Creeper Euonymus. It's the ground cover with the longest name in history. Purple winter creeper okay. euonymus, or just ask for winter creeper, and they'll know what you what you want. Uh, it makes a nice and trailing well ground cover. It does. Too. Yes, it does. It does. It does very well. I've, I have uh, probably, oh, I'd say, six or eight thousand square feet of it. Um, we have at least half an acre of mondo grass. So I mean, I'm. I'm an expert on that one, uh, on the purple okay. winter creeper. I, I'm pretty close to it. Go ahead. And then Asian jasmine, is that just, would that not be enough sun for that? No, it would grow in the shade and it would do fairly well. It, it uh, the, the problem I have with Asian jasmine is that it turns brown every winter. I've just oh. done. I have a bed of Asian jasmine in front of our house. And sometime within the next week or two, it's coming out, and it'll it'll be one of those areas that I'm putting the winter creeper in. Um, I have I have an area that used to be St. Augustine, and on the house side, it was purple. It was uh, Asian jasmine, and on the far side uh, of of what was St. Augustine, it, it was purple winter creeper. Well, now I've taken all the St. Augustine out because there just isn't enough light for it. And uh, we've put purple winter creeper in all that. Well, now I'm going to take the jasmine out and, and just let winter creeper be the entire ground cover in that area. Uh, because I'm just tired of seeing it turn brown and wait until uh, May to yeah. look like I, anything. I think I would prefer. So those are, those are, those too. are two. If those okay. are two, if you wanted something taller, Liriope is the big sister to, uh, to uh, uh, Mondo grass. You could use ferns. Uh, there are a few ferns that are evergreen. Um, oh. There, there aren't a lot, um, but uh, uh, autumn fern is, and so is holly fern. Holly fern is is uh, is cold, tender, so you have to cover it if it gets down below probably fifteen or eighteen degrees. But it doesn't get that cold very often, so just a little piece of frost cloth would protect it for that. Um, I also have a couple of big beds of aspidistra cast iron plant for a big, bold, tall ground cover, uh, knee high or a little taller. But again, I have to cover it because of the cold. Um, but it's, it's pretty. I bought some of that at a plant sale, so I have some of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are, those are the ground covers that I have used. And I have a lot of hollies and, and, uh, oak leaf hydrangea and, and akuba and other shrubs that will grow well in total shade. Just depends on how big the area is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking more ground cover because it's just between the two houses, but maybe a fern wouldn't be bad either. I, so. Well, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd use the ferns in a in a special spot where you'll be able to enjoy it and see it. And uh, I don't think between houses is probably unless it's a patio area that you use or something. I don't think that'd be worth the effort that you'd have I, I think the ground cover their kitchen window idea. looks out to this <laughs> it's just dirt oh, oh. Okay, well great. i think Thank i think you. the yeah i think that would work well and debbie one other thing you could do is put uh, maybe uh, some of the ceramic uh, uh well they're not gazing balls but the ceramic ornamentation of some sort is simple and pretty out there just for a little variety and that way you wouldn't have to worry with watering and all the stuff for those things that you would with color and others. Anyway, that's my ideas. I hope it, hope it was okay. of help. I appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate your call. Thank you. All right. Let's see what else I wanted to say. I think that pretty well covers it. If, if you are in the market for new turf grass, as we refer back to that ad from a minute ago, uh, it's, it's perfect time for planting sod and plugs uh, I probably, and I'm doing this, I have an area where we had to do some 
uh, plumbing work and I'm probably going to wait another couple weeks to plant seed. I'm going to be sowing some common Bermuda seed. Probably going to wait just a little bit. I think it's a little bit too soon still. But uh, anyway, all right, let me take my last break of the program. By the way, just a heads up that uh, I, Mike Bass and I head down the hall and around the corner on Sunday mornings from 8 until 10 and broadcast from sister station WBAP. And I hope you'll join me there tomorrow morning and every Sunday morning. So that would be fun to have you with us. Let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And I'll do kind of a, a quick version of this just to give you kind of a heads up of what the book is about. It's about every aspect of outdoor gardening. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to divide it into logical uh, sections. One section is an overall umbrella section of the basics of gardening. And in that I could talk about the hardiness zones and how they fall in the state of Texas. And I chose to go back to the 1990 hardiness zone map and I explain why in chapter one. And I'm glad I did because a couple of years have since passed where we went way beyond colder than the 2012 hardiness zone map that the USDA has come out with. So this is much more accurate, and uh, I still refer to the 1990 map, and will uh, until they get it all updated. Um, it also talks, chapter one also talks about the soils of Texas, the rainfall areas of Texas, etc. Chapter two is the calendar, a 48-page calendar that tells you when you go from April into May, here's what you need to uh, finish up in April that you should have gotten done during April, and here's what's coming in May. Each month gets four pages of what to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray in that month. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There are more than 27 multi-page charts in the book. Now, these are charts that uh, are very detailed of the best, uh, for example, best shade trees for Texas or the best uh, shrubs for Texas in all the different size categories with a lot of extra information on each one of them, best annuals, best perennials, etc. And so that's the book. And like I say, it's on high quality paper. It's a hardback. It was printed in San Antonio. It's called Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Don't go into the bookstore or Amazon looking for it. It's available from my website or by calling my office. And I guarantee your satisfaction since you can't see it before you buy it, or I will refund every penny. 78,000 copies sold so far and not one request for a refund. I think you'll like the book. Here are the two ways you can order it. Call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or order it from uh, my website, which is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. All right, thank you, sir. Let me tell you about uh, Ace Hardware right now. Ace sponsors this and hours every Saturday, and they have for many years. And we have them in Trotay. To me and to them. Go in, you for the fertilizer and a fertilizer. It's a good one. I bought a bunch last year. Talked up because I was taking for fertilizer for 
walls. That's 5,000 square foot coverage for $24.99. Save $2 off with Ace Rewards exclusive and pay only $22.99, a limit of two bags. Now that is a fertilizer that is good for any time during the growing season. It'll feed your lawn in one easy step. It's uh, great to keep your lawn going uh, uh, strong through drought and heat that's up ahead. Formulated for quick greening for the springtime and controlled release feeding for up to eight weeks. That is ACE 
uh, tomorrow at First United Methodist Church. You can join us in person at 89105 or 1110, or you can join us uh, on the website. You can join us at uh, our Facebook or at our uh, our web, which is sharingtheheart.org. Neil, it's an amazing thing. We have we have just almost as many people worship with us online every Sunday as we have worship with us in person. It's it's an amazing thing. And Tommy, I I know that a few times when we have worshipped online, we have forgotten to register. And I don't know if if you get a count of the ne'er do wells who don't register, but but we're out there too. So, <laughs> but well, you know, you. I've proven. I've proven it. I can't handle technology. So. No, no. What are you going to say? Well, well, we we can know through our metrics. We can know how many. We can't know who. So that's who? why we okay. encourage people. Let us know you're out there. Uh, but yeah, we 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 are so thankful for our online worship community. It's it's just a blessing to our church. Well, and and we are richly blessed by our church and by you personally, and we thank you for that. You said that you, and uh, this is going back to my childhood, you have seen uh, scissor tail fly catchers in town lately, or out actually out about town. Out, outside of town, I've seen I've seen scissor tail fly catchers that they live in this part of Texas, North Texas, up to southern Oklahoma. And they're they're one of those one of those birds that once you see one you'll never forget. They're just acrobatic and and aerodynamic and just gorgeous, fun to watch. And a sign that spring uh, is here when when they arrive. They they migrate up uh, from South America, as as do their relatives, the kingbirds, the eastern kingbirds and western kingbirds. They're all part of the same family, the tyrannus family. Uh, our word tyrant uh, comes from that because they are tough, tough birds. They will chase hawks and crows and they'll jump up, fly around catching bugs and insects. Uh, the kingbirds, I saw my first kingbirds this this week in downtown McKinney when I was walking. They love to sit up on top of telephone poles and they are so fun to listen to and so fun to watch. They are one of the most active birds larger birds that we have the kingbird family so keep your eyes open and know that they are they are here and there are more coming well i'm going to do that merlin picked up a kingbird when i was out checking birds the other day and i thought boy before i talk to tommy i need to, need to make sure i do my homework on the kingbird uh enlow enlow road has a lot of scissor tails when we uh, take enlow road around the airport uh, we we see them on the posts out there, and it's just a delight to. We used to get Joseph that way on the way over to Webb Elementary, and there always were eight or ten there, and it was fun to watch them. This time of year, it's a the, it's scissor, a great bird. the scissor tails are fun. They they'll sit on fence posts. They like open space, and so they will. Yes. they're easier to see and easier to identify, and they are all they are all coming in right now, Neil. That's great, Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. You need to hear his sermon to understand how much we all love to have him in our community. Uh, sharingtheheart.org. Live stream at 10.05 tomorrow morning. Tommy, thank you very much. God bless you, Neil. Thank you. Folks, thank you for listening. And to Mike Bass, thanks for keeping me on the air this last 10 minutes. Until next week, happy gardening. <laughs>